obviously you made a right turn because here's the wrong kind of podcast and we are here this is for Hansi. tomorrow i will either be in a world of shit or i will be euphoric as the chiefs take on the where are they even from because nobody cares that's right the eagles What's up? Why well, you gotta be wearing that uh, hate gear? It was there. I just threw it on. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. It just it just sure. happened to work out that way. I'm sure. We spent the day in Missouri. We did with my brothers. Everybody over there wears red. Kansas, you need to do better. I did notice that there's a lot of uh, Cowboys fans are suddenly uh, Chiefs fans now. I did notice a lot of that. How you feel about that? Oh, hell, everybody wants to be cool, Yancey. But I'm proud of you for still wearing that. Uh, yeah. Megan mentioned that the uh, Wood King has a large dome because her headset is... Uh, stretched to the max. Stretched yeah, to the to, max. I had to readjust. By the way, uh, this week's dad joke is brought to you by Square Splinter. Hey, did you know you can brew your drip coffee in the morning with disposable face mask, Megan? That's because they're coffee filters. Mm. Oh, and the bell that you first you've heard of it. I, I it is, and it's still going. Yes, it rings for at least what 12, 14 seconds. <laughs> it's got the resonance of Big Ben. It does have resonance. <laughs> it's kind of like Derek. He kind of just keeps going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to my uh, stepsister Valerie for the secret beef. You know what secret beef is? It makes sense now that I know. Yeah. Secret beef, Yancey. Okay. What do you think secret beef uh, that's is? That's when somebody hates you and you don't know. Right. Damn, you knew what it was? Must be a I mean, it makes thing. like it makes sense. I got beef with you, secret but it's beef. secret. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you about it. I'm going to act like frenemies. I thought maybe it was like, like, you I like you trying to hide the chubby or something. <laughs> secret beef. Right. It's not like an Yes, I'm Arby's. running for your Caulfield Commission in 2023. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Arby's? Where's the beef? Yeah, no, that was Wendy. Uh-huh. Where's the beef? <laughs> the old lady always looking for the beef. Nah, Arby's is uh, we have the meat. We, we have, have the meat. The meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, McDonald's, you know, they did the thing with Michael Jackson. We won't talk about it again. I, remember that the joke? No. Yes, the jokes that I was not allowed to say oh, that yeah, I did say. Let's not talk about that. But for a small donation, I would uh, gladly tell you those jokes at wkopodcast.com. That's right. Bail that joke out of jail. Yeah. I mean, I'm having some emotional distress over the next 24 hours. I'm not ready for this. You. I'm not ready for you. (sighs) I'll I'll get to see it firsthand, too. Yes. I'll be here. I I appreciate that. Can you not wear all that shit tomorrow? I'm not wearing it tomorrow. I can't have any negative shit tomorrow. I can't have any negative vibes. Hey, just just so you guys know, I'm wearing my Broncos stuff today. Yeah, yeah. If they, um, if the if the outcome is not favorable, Yancy, you mm-hmm. have custody tomorrow night. Oh, got a cot in the garage. <laughs> mm. Man, that beer is strong compared to the shit that the wife bought. So the I wife bought some Michelob it. Ultra Pure Gold, and I drank one of them, thinking, I think my Michelob Golden Light's going flat or something. I thought it was old. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, I better drink this shit up, which is why I brought it out here. Figured that you would want to drink some too. Yeah. And then I was getting ready to get a second one, and I realized this is not. 
So I would drink the golden light if I'm looking just to drink beers, you know, like two and three beers. But if I'm looking to have a beer and enjoy it, it'd be the Amber Bach. Mm-hmm. But now I'm drinking, what is this shit? Sam Adams uh, Dark Lager, I think you have there. Uh, black Lager. Black Lager. Sam Adams. That's from the uh, sample pack I bought during the Christmas break. Yeah, and I've got the uh, Boston Lager over here. The seasonal beers are already gone. And we made it through that whole case of Oktoberfest this year, didn't we? I don't know that I bought a whole case this year. I think oh. I just bought a 12. Couple of six years. Yeah, a couple of six years, man. Check you later. Megan has discovered the wonderful medicine. 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 Have another. <laughs> that is Dr. McGillicuddy's. As you can tell. Megan is on the oh, sauce. Damn. Her voice. Megan been dragging on them uh, unfiltered camels. Yeah, for about five years it sounds like we uh, yeah. bought it down at m&w so if uh carrie and jason is listening i mean we could make m&w the official uh, liquor store of the wrong kind of podcast for a little you know uh maybe keep us in supply of stuff mm-hmm. apparently somebody please tag jason and carrie because we could be we could be business partners right you could be the official liquor store of the wrong kind of podcast i'm all for it i'm, I'm all for it too uh, what else? What else you got? What else you got? I literally have nothing. I told you this today. I have sound nothing. Like you need a, sound like you need a little bit of medicine. Hey, the, I've ha- been sipping. I have a lozenge. Would that's, you like one? That's, that's why a, he gave uh, me this. That's a good lozenge. That's a high end shit. Yeah, that's from a, yes. Oh, it's fancy. You, you should you should get one of those. Yeah, she's yeah, got her liquid lozenge. But the over thing there. is, is that it's not really going to help the sound of my voice. It just helps me not get the tickle. That Dr. McGillicuddy's is good shit. If you Cuts right freezer. through it. And that's something else that I discovered down at M&W Liquor. Oh. That's on 11th Street in Coffville, right next to O'Reilly's. Uh, they have it in the freezer, if you, you so choose. That's M&W Liquor. It's ready to go. Yeah. See, Jason, you already owe me at least one bottle of Dr. McGillicuddy's. And, uh, saying your name so many times. According that's to funny. Megan, it'll untickle what ails you. It is. I mean, I'm a big proponent of the Dr. McGillicuddy's when you have anything wrong with your throat. Mm-hmm. A, a f- teacher friend told me that I needed to have a hot toddy. Oh, yeah. But I don't have Good bourbon stage. is what he said. Stage. I don't have bourbon. Yeah, we got bourbon out the ass. What are Do you we? talking well, about? You could make a hot toddy with rye up there, but if you oh, need some we've bourbon. Got bourbon. Ain't that red eye shit you bought bourbon? No. Yeah, it is. No. No, it's it's not bourbon. Hell, Jack Daniels is bourbon. Is it? Yeah. I like oh, Jack Daniels. Tennessee whiskey. It's Tennessee whiskey, No, yeah. it's bourbon. All right. To the yeah. Googles. <laughs> It's bourbon. Yeah, I'm winning this shit. <laughs> We're going to pause while Megan proves me right. Okay. Bourbon. Yes, that's bourbon. <laughs> Boy, this is good listening right it here. Is. <laughs> oh, I thought you were legitimately pausing your No, mouth. no. Hold on. I'll pause it. Hold on. We're going to pause real quick. I have no service, so no. Oh, you're not ready? Hold on. We're going to pause again. <laughs> So, All right, we're back. So we can hear Okay, you. so it says, I said, is Jack Daniels bourbon? And it says yes mm, and mm, no. Mm, mm, mm. Yes and no. I heard yes, though. <laughs> and no. It doesn't matter. You said yes. It says Jack Daniels chooses not to call itself bourbon. Shit. Bruce Jenner chooses not to call himself a man. But Tennessee whiskey is listed as straight bourbon. That's right. That's right. In the North American Free Trade Agreement. God. Well, there you go. I like Jack Daniels. I did not really. Hot toddy it up. It's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. I'm just saying, let's let's make a hot toddy then. Let's do it. You can have a warm Justin. You guys got some. (laughs) uh, You got some uh, lemon juice too. I do actually. Yeah. What else does it take? Honey. Honey. 
And tea. You got honey? Well, you don't have to put the tea in there. So what we do is we um, you know, dissolve the honey in like hot water, mm-hmm. twist the lemon off in there, and pour it over some uh, bourbon yeah. and drink it hot. Or you could just keep sipping on that there, Dr. McGillicuddy's. <laughs> As much same. as I'm having to sip, I'm going to be like... Yeah, your voice ain't going to be worth a shit in a couple hours. That's not the voice I'm worried about. <coughs> His brain function? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, he says. You might as well take another oh. drink. <laughs> so I've got a, a few notes, and some of them I'd like to get out early because they're they're local, if you don't mind. Yeah, go right ahead. By the way, for those of you new listening... We do a thing here called value for value. And what that means is you're listening to this for free because there's not going to be any advertisements except for when M&W Liquor, you know, comes forward with a couple of bottles of hooch. Uh, we do a thing called value for value. Do you like felt Jesus? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's over there rubbing felt Jesus. Uh, she she felt felt Jesus. Aww. Oh, that's, that's probably worth a ding. Uh, so anyway, value for value is do you find entertainment in this? Do you find value in this? Go to WKOPodcast.com and uh, leave a couple bucks if you think it's worth that. Leave more if you think it's not. We had a nice <laughs> gentleman the other day uh, drop off a $100 bill because he finds a fucking lot of value in this. And we have people that donate two, three, four, five bucks every week. We have people that drop off a $20 bill every once in a while. Uh, California Kyle, he likes to use Venmo. Uh, Duke of the Dong, he likes to use uh, Cash App. Most of them use uh, PayPal, like uh, Lord Bandersnatch and uh, uh, who else? Shrekama Macamus. Uh, I did. I fucked that name completely up. <laughs> you did. Uh, there was there was barely any consonants in that. But uh, anyway, you get the drift. Uh, I think uh, Lord of the Cups. He uses the PayPal too. I'm missing several this? people. Lord, Lord of the, the Cups. Cups? Well, most of these folks uh, are related like to Yancey. Oh. <laughs> uh, my whole damn family tree. His whole I got family. Yancey, if you got that. any cousins we're missing out on, <laughs> it's like when you sell cars, you got to sell to all your family first. <laughs> right, right. I'll check the photo out. All right, thanks. I, I mean, I think we probably got a cousin or two that needs to drop a buck in. Anyway, so thank you. And you can also go there and you get you a t shirt. Tom, if you're listening, I'm working on your t shirt. It's done. Uh, Brian had an issue. We couldn't meet up yesterday. So it's it, your shirt is done is coming. If somebody if Tom not listening, somebody tell Tom. Uh, so automated license plate readers right here in Caulfield, Kansas. The yeah. uh, city commission is going to consider a resolution to enter a one year agreement, and it is with uh, what was the name of that? Damn it, damn it! What was the name that he said? Shit! Hold on a second. I cannot remember the name of that. People were complaining about it earlier. Remember the name? Nope. Uh, I listened to the name? whole. Yes, yes. I listened to the yes, whole conversation. Does yes. start with an F? Uh, was it Floke? I th- I was thinking. This is the flick flock 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 F L O K C. So earlier today, I asked Casey. C K. Thanks. I asked the question. I got to turn off the Wi-Fi. Hold on. If you're new to the show, our Wi-Fi really sucks out here in the office. Or the studio, as it's called by some. So I asked the question. Over there on WKOP on the Facebooks. 
The city of Caulfield is considering a resolution to buy automated license plate readers for the Caulfield PD. I'm still trying to educate myself on this deal, but my first reaction is I don't like it. Tell me how you feel, Kit Bird. If it's a flock system, I won't go to Caulfield or support businesses there. Another reason to drive people away. Renee Stevens, and I'm saying these... I don't know. He didn't give a reason. Uh, Renee Stevens, and I'm saying these names because they put it on the page, right. so it ain't like they're thinking they're going to be imminent. Im- yeah, thanks. They put they put it out in public. Mm-hmm. They so should've. Renee Stevens, and I think she probably, uh, you can find out where she works, but it's not too hard. Uh, think about this for a minute. Your niece was kidnapped, and the tag was given to suspect who just got spotted on the camera headed westbound. Your great-grandmother has Alzheimer's. Tag was spotted on the north side of town headed south. Your doorbell camera got a picture of a tag that left your house, a burglary, that whole thing. Uh, Chris Mayne replied, I'll agree with all that, but if we're going to use it to give out tickets, I don't agree. She agreed. Kim Bidding says they need to work on the drug problem. Uh, Keith Treble, if they are the ones that read every license plate as they drive around, I don't want them. All that does is uh, get poor people who can't afford a legal problem even more problems. Amanda Mills doesn't like it. Ron Curran, let's get the money where it belongs. Let's fix these damn streets. We're a laughing stock of the world. He goes on. He clearly wants the streets fixed. He's naming out places. Randy Hills. Are these Flocks cameras like Tulsa has or something different? I have found out they are Flock. I will talk about that a little bit more. Uh, John Erickson, he doesn't like the idea at all. I loathe and despise the entire smart city and smart grid concepts. He clearly doesn't like it. Is that a... You said John Erickson. John Erickson. I, I think he moved here from Oregon. Yes, so he, he he has some perspective yes, on some stuff. Yes, he like did that. say I've been living here about a year, and he just moved from communist Oregon. And let's say communist this place Oregon. is worth saving. Uh, Chris Maine, lots of things could be spent money on for sure. Philip Sontag, let's fix the roads. I'm glad you got some. If he will not uh, understand that, Ron, the, I some, will get some there. Feedback. I'll get there. Ron Coffey says it's all about safety. Uh, I think he's being sarcastic. So, spoke to the chief of police, Quinn Bromley, and he did say if people have questions to contact him. So, if you have a question about this, contact Quinn Bromley. <laughs> Let's address one thing real quick, and I'll get your opinions. As far as the revenue stream goes, he said that he's going to use the VIN money, and the VIN money is when you go up there to uh, register a car, check it, you pay right. it, 20, 25 bucks. Yeah. 20 bucks. If you buy one out of state, bring it in, they do yeah. a VIN verification. So he's been hoarding that money back for a rainy day, and he's going to use it for this. What he tells us it was, it was only like $2,500 yeah, for the whole year. Yeah, it wasn't all that expensive, yeah. And then like $300 to set up. An installment fee or whatever for yeah. the first, very first time, yeah. And I asked him where they were going to be. They are not on cruisers. They're not on cars. He said he's going to request five of them, one at each point of entry into town, east, west, and south, and two in the Walmart area. So this is not money that would be used to fix. uh, It's not coming out of the general fund. It would not be used to fix streets or sidewalks or any other thing. And he had some opinions. Uh, Would you guys let me to express what his opinions were before you make your opinion or you just want to hear about it? Yeah, go right ahead. So I asked him. Is this going to be like looking for a tag? Oh, it's expired. He said no. And the way it works is they've got to physically put. So like Renee said, uh, your ring doorbell camera caught a car leaving. You know that the tag is BR549. And uh, 
That's right. BR549. <laughs> Anytime you can squeeze it. And uh, <clears throat> you call the police department. BR549 was there. They're going to put that in the system. The system's going to be looking for that tag. And then it will send a prompt or something to somebody, and they can say, hey, ooh, look, the car was heading southbound on Walnut. Uh, if there's an amber alert or, you know, a silver alert or a centrum alert, uh, stolen cars, probably. stolen cars. If yeah. those tags are in the system, they're looking for them. I specifically asked him if it would look for expired tags and such. He said, no, it's not connected to the DMV. It's at not, all. He said it is not connected to the DMV. So if I can just interject here yeah, for a second. So uh, the, the biggest thing that gives me pause is. A lot of things start out with the best of intentions, like like you're explaining right now. That it with, sounds like somebody else said earlier. That um, you know, what the chief was explaining, it's it's used for, but um, eventually you have to get a little bit of a return on investment, right? Mm-hmm. So what if it turns into, hey, this thing really isn't paying for itself? Are we going to do away with it, or are we going to you know look for some people running stoplights? Are we going to look for? Expired tags, is it going to turn into mm-hmm. something like that? Because you know these things, surveillance-wise, morph into other things, right? Just a little bit more. That, that's why a lot of people have pause, because surveillance is you know, really iffy. A lot, uh, you know, a lot of times, to a lot of red staters especially, you know, people claim to love small government. They don't want intrusion. They don't want their rights trampled on. They think if they're being watched all the time, even if they're not doing anything wrong, that that's a principal thing, which... I, I totally agree with. So as long as it doesn't morph yeah. into something else to where it's like turns into Coffeeville is this surveillance hub or this police state or whatever. Is it just me or do the ones that seem to want less government are the ones that are usually in proponents of uh, the government telling you you can't smoke a plant? Can't do that. So what do you think, Megan? I don't I don't know that I really have any like major opinion on this. I don't. I don't see it um, as anything bad at with with what it is at this time. Um, I just don't. Uh, I'm not sure how it could morph into. I, I think um, what you were saying about like it kind of paying for itself. If they continue to use the VIN money as a way to do that, people are always going to be buying cars. But the I guess the problem eventually becomes like. At some point, all that stuff's going to have to be updated. Well, I understand what he's saying. Because technology has to be updated and. If we spend $2,500 a year on this and we haven't got one hit yet, right. is, it, is it worth is it? Is it worth it? Mm-hmm. Which is why, didn't he say they're only doing it they're for just, a year? They're, for uh, they're a year. trial year yeah. or whatever. But, yeah. yeah so I what don't happens know. after yeah. that? Do you, you know, do you do away with it or do you say, well, you know, there are advantages to it, sir. We're going to go ahead and keep it right. around for these other reasons. Did it Does catch it, anyone? <clears throat> right. Did it, like, it, did it actually do anything? I think that... Um, I think you, we already experienced this so much and probably don't even realize. We was in Web City today, and he said you'll probably drive past one on your way home. Sure. I mean, I mean, we're but that's that's part of my problem with it. You're just so used to it. You shouldn't be used to the government watching you all the time. Yeah. Damn it, you know. Well, and I guess there are. I mean, to play devil's advocate here, I guess there are good reasons. Like uh, it's part of the reason. I, you know, I was watching a. A video not too long ago on YouTube, and it was a mob guy that says the mob does not exist in the capacity that it used to anymore because cameras are everywhere. Because right. every everything is being watched, whether it be surveillance cameras, cell phone cameras, 
everything. Um, everything is being recorded. Everything's being watched. That that's why you know criminal enterprise in such a capacity can't do business anymore, right? So if you look at it in that lens, you're like, okay, there are positives to it. But everyday people just do not want to feel like they are just being watched all the time and like, hey, mo- we're we're being monitored at all times, but. I'm going to argue here and I'm going to, I'm going to probably piss some people off. But the thing is you're offering up your information every single day. You don't need, you know, some Chinese spy balloon to come over and take pictures of you whenever you're on TikTok or you're on Facebook and you're offering up all this information all the time. The government doesn't need to tap into your phone. If you have a landline anymore, it doesn't need to do this or that. You're putting all your information out there all the time. And it's at the fingertips of anybody that wants it. So, I mean, we are in the age where we're, we're going to be watched one way or the other. Yeah. It's crazy how much is attached to, to the simple things. Like, um, you use a credit card and you automatically get a, a receipt emailed to you or text to you or whatever. Yes, instantly. How yeah. much stuff is, like, interconnected now. So... My opinion. As soon as I heard about it, I'm out. You know, that's my first thought is I'm out. As you both know, that I debate myself yeah. until the end of time. Well, how many times did I just flip-flop too? So. And, and I heard it, and I heard it. And that's and that's that's okay, though. Sure. You were having a conversation, and as you were saying it, I think you were hearing what you were saying. And that's the problem with a lot of people. That Like, nope, fuck it. I don't want to hear what you have to say because I know how I feel. What if he says something that you might have to go, hmm, that's interesting. Hmm. So anyway, my first reaction was, I'm out. I don't like Big Brother watching me. So after speaking to Quinn on the phone, once again, if you have any concerns, call the Caulfield Police Department and ask, ask to speak to Quinn Bromley. He is, uh, I'm a yeah, fan. He's, I consider him a he's friend. Really, he's we, very personal. We don't necessarily agree all the time. Once again, that's okay. But I believe that he's going to shoot me straight, and I'll always shoot him straight. But with all that being said, I think I would still vote no. Yeah. I think I would still vote no, and I I will regret if a kid goes through that doesn't get caught. I will regret, you know, uh, uh, a silver alert that goes through, you know. But, damn it freedom you know what i mean yeah i don't want to monitor because i'm let's just be honest i'm running for fucking commission right and i would be one to vote on it so if i was on the commission next weekend when it comes time next week tuesday i'm sorry to vote i would probably vote no not because i don't think it's a useful thing god dang the libertarians right now are just having a heyday with this shit ain't they they're Mm -hmm. just probably going he's a libertarian just go ahead and say it Mm -hmm. Uh, I just don't believe we should be watched by the government. I just don't. I'm curious if they if it passes, and I'm going to guess with the commissioners that we have on right now that it probably will. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I believe that it'll pass five to zero. Yeah, I think it'll I think it'll fly through. <clears throat> but I'm curious, like kind of what Yancey was saying, like will it prove valuable? So we know that we are in this drug hub, right? We're a straight shot between. Oh yeah. Tulsa up to Kansas City, major corridor, Dallas, right through uh, like here. right. So we know that they come through quite a bit. I'm time. curious if it will aid in 
any of that kind of stuff. Like, so how would it, unless you knew exactly what car was doing it? Right. It doesn't, he said it doesn't take pictures of people in the cars. Right. It's just the thing. So I guess the only way it would is if some other community knows that it's coming in that car with those plates. Yeah. So he did use an example of, once again, we go back to your doorbell camera or whatever, caught a white van. I know that's pretty generic, but a, but a white van broke into my house at 1234 in the morning. So the police department can go, well, let's go check all the cameras at 1234 in the morning and show you, is this the, the van that you saw? You know, once again, I'm not here to help out the criminals, the pedophiles, the the abductors, the uh, the drug runners, or whoever else. But I just think the the percentage of them and the percentage of catching somebody is just so small that I just go back to damn it, you know, freedom. I don't want to be monitored by the government. And yeah. you know for a fact, and I'm not saying Quinn would do it. I think I think Quinn. You know, when I had a grandma that was having issues and I called him up and I said, man, the police department, not the police department, the ambulance service won't take her because she can answer some certain questions. She's cognizant. She's, she's not lost her mind. And I said, what can I do to get her to the hospital? He goes, there's a thing I believe in, Justin. It's called the Constitution. And I believe in it as well. Uh, if you want to know the story of grandma, I end up just picking her ass up and taking her to the hospital. Yeah. But, uh, and she bit me. Uh, I just believe in the constitution and I believe that we have a right to privacy and I don't want. Is the right to privacy in constitution? It's a good question. Well, and there, there are states and cities and municipalities that have different laws as far as right to privacy laws, mm -hmm. as far as, you know, can you be videotaped or can right. you Public be street. recorded? You or can that, be, you can be recorded. What is that? An expectation of privacy? Right. Is that what it's called? Right. Yeah. But once you're out and about your expectation of privacy, if is you're in right. public, right, yep. right. Maybe so, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Well, and the, but the, the big thing is the big, you know, the big scary government recording you police departments recording you. Sure. That's where a lot of people draw the line. They're like, Hey, if Joe Bob, down the street is filming his dogs playing i happen to walk in the background i'm not going to throw a big fit right. you know but if somebody's watching my license plate that's the, the well, line we, in the sand there we went through a situation with our child where a grown woman was yeah. videoing her walking home from school because she insisted that my child was doing something to her kid and our, even our though children are the best people ever even though we had um, school of like, cause she would start recording her at on school property. And my kid came home and said, um, so so-and-so was recording me today. And I'm like, no, I'm sure you're just like, I'm sure she was just looking at her phone and whatever. And she was like, no. And I'm like, whatever. Well, she later really on was. an administrator called me and said, Hey, I just want to be the first to tell you that there it was reported that a woman was recording your kid today. And I'm like, Looking back at it now, I'm like, so somebody reported that to an administrator, and the administrator did nothing about it. Not the one who called me, but... Well, I think he said that there's not much he can do, if I well, remember correctly. he had to look into the legalities of it and found out that there's really not much that they can do because it's it was outside, and do you, you have this... Yeah, you you have a your expectation of privacy. Is right. We actually had to go to a, an you, attorney and... But I think I got it fixed before that. You know how I, I said. Yeah, Justin is, handled is, it in a whole is, other way. So she can 
video on school property. He said, yeah. I said, so then I can whip people's ass on school property. Man, it was fixed pretty quick. Sure. I mean, we had like school administrators telling sorry, this woman. I'm sorry, fuck with my kids. We're yeah. gonna, I'm oh, yeah. going to go Neanderthal well, on you. with you. She was recorded. I mean, even with, like I said, school officials telling her. I wouldn't have whipped her ass. Not, I whipped her husband's ass, though. <laughs> the kid was not anywhere. Our kid was nowhere near her kid. And she kept saying that she was bullying him, whatever. Anyway, so, yeah, that handled that. It was to the point where we went to an attorney and we were like, did we ever actually send the letter, the cease and desist letter? No, I think when the email or the phone call went, they said, hey, we've contacted our lawyer, and if you don't do something, we're going to have to do something. Between the fact that they was going to involve a lawyer and the fact that, you know, the angry uh, Bigfoot third cousin dad threatened to start whipping people's ass on school property, uh, you yeah. know, you can get a lot done well, that way. And it sounds like from what Megan said that she wasn't really, if she did film anything, it wasn't anything proven anything to her. No, no. it wasn't. She was just, was. let's just be honest. She was just being a bitch. She was bullying a Fair enough. Yeah, she fourth was, grade. She was bullying a fourth kid. grader. Yeah. I'll show that girl. And sometimes, you know, the video evidence protects you like yeah. in a case like that. Or so the big thing right now is people videotaping themselves. I say videotaping. Wow. Sound really old recording themselves <laughs> in, in a gym. Right. And the thing right now is a girl goes in, she's working out. She's accusing dudes of staring oh, yeah. at her. That's I a big see, thing right now. I saw a dude, one of my friends on Facebook took a selfie and in the background, a girl was doing some kind of a split exercise stretch thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know what we're all looking at. It's like, I'm like, dude, really? Should you be doing that? I yeah. think that shit's frowned upon in gym. Well, so the, the thing right now is these these girls doing, and, and guys too, there was a video of a guy in the locker room while a guy is trying to get changed, and he's filming himself making a protein shake and drinking it right in front of the lockers and everything, and the guy confronts the dude filming. He's like, hey, man, like, this is private in here. This is a locker room. The guy's right. like, well, we're in public. And he's like, well, actually, we're on private property, but yeah. okay. You just stop filming. And they had a confrontation. But the the big trend, like I said right now, is say a girl considers herself a 10, right? She's in there working out. She's wearing little to nothing. And she's accusing dudes. You know, like they stitch it They're in. They're harassing there, me. They're there's harassing a guy me. over in the corner waiting to use the piece of equipment that she's probably filmed herself on for an hour trying to get somebody to look at her. And he's over there looking. They zoom in our face or zoom in on his face because he glances over and it looks like he's looking at her. Right. So there's other people that are counteracting that on social media right now. Like, hey, that's that's harassment that you're doing. There's also Michael Irvin recently was um, accused of harassment in a hotel leading up to the Super Bowl. He got taken off of the Super Bowl broadcast because this this lady that was working at the hotel he like was here, staying like at. Like last day or two or so? Yeah, a couple days ago. No shit, I didn't hear about this. He um he was accused of harassment. Well, not only was there witnesses that says that the interaction lasted 30 seconds, they were laughing back and forth. They heard the conversation. He shook her hand as he walked away. He went to his room, and he was there by himself alone, and she accused him of harassment. Well, guess what? Not only, not only was there witnesses, but there was... Recordings, recordings that came out of their interaction. So he's suing the Marriott and suing her for a hundred million dollars for Jeez. defamation. Good luck. Jeez. So, well, but, it probably did cost him money. Yeah. Well, mean, well, he got yes. taken off the broadcast. The NFL network took him off because he was supposed to be on all the broadcasts leading yeah. up to the Super Bowl. 
So let's segue into uh, another local topic that I have once again debated myself on many times. What's your thoughts on Mugshot Monday? I know what its intention is, and I know what it was started for. What do you, what do you think the intention what is of its it intention? is? I figured it's it's there t- as like a uh, a roadblock of embarrassment. Like, oh, I don't want to wind up on Mugshot Monday. Most of the people that are on there are repeat offenders, and they could give two shits if they wind up on there now because most of them actually comment on their damn photo when it pops up. How stupid are you? I always think of it more like, um, well, like that, but like um, back in the day, it would have just been printed on a newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, we still have newspapers, so whatever about that. It's just something different about seeing their faces and... And I, the immediate response yes. from people, like their other people's abilities to comment publicly about those people. Bo- both ways. Yeah. You know, like their their family gets on there and says, mm. you know, Joe Bob is a great yeah, guy. You don't know. Man, he's trying to get his life together. You guys yeah. don't know him. And then there's the other people yeah. that do nothing but laugh react. And they're the ones that are like, hey, you know, shit bad. So, and, so, and the whole thing is really just, they're still innocent until... Yeah, exactly. So full disclosure, I I don't so much anymore just because I forget about it a lot. But I used to look at it, you know, Mm -hmm. and and have like, wow, that dude looks like he's having a great time and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Until a very close dear person of mine ended up on there. Then I understood. Okay. Yeah, this isn't fun to see pretty much a guy that I consider a brother is on there and he looked like shit, you know, looked like Spicoli from, uh, you know, uh, fast, fast times. Fast times yeah. But, uh, anyway, so I feel like the original tent was a little bit of shame. Cause I remember back before Facebook, you would look in the newspaper and see, Oh, Hey, uh, Yancey got a ticket, you know, and yeah. you, next time you'd see him, Hey, I saw you in the newspaper there, felon, right. uh, you know, and shit like that. It's embarrassing. And I think also it's the way for the PD to kind of show that, hey, we are policing. Right. We are proactive. And we are are serving (laughs) the community. You know, we are, you know, doing these things. But like Yancey's, I almost said Mancy, (laughs) Megan, like Megan said, uh, those people are innocent. Uh, I do think it's a good thing if it's like a, uh, once again, violent. They're innocent. But, like, let's say we arrested this violent person or, you know, maybe pedophiles. We need to let people know this guy did this. He's been accused of this. Once again, he's he's, he's, accused he, he's, guilt, he's innocent. Yeah. Uh, so I can have this internal debate like I always do with myself. And I think what I finally landed on is here's what I would like. Turn the fucking comments off. Yeah. Just turn the comments off. There's zero reason for anybody to need to comment on that shit, right or wrong. If he truly is innocent, hopefully the court of law will find it. His mom and grandma don't need to get on there and defend him. If he really is a piece of shit, the court hopefully will find that. We don't need to have his accusers and the accusers, grandma's uncles on there. Uh, Those people, some of those people are having mental yeah events well and i wonder how many times comments on there have been brought up in court right like <clears throat> somebody gets on there oh i didn't know about that shit 
Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're like, oh, the attorney didn't know about that. Right, shit. exactly. They didn't know that the accuser of the guy that was arrested for domestic violence, the accuser was on there airing out all kinds of dirty laundry and all these other family members right. were getting on there talking all kinds of shit. And then they bring up those comments in court, right? I'm sure it's happened. Think about this, too. Uh, you're some business from out of town looking to expand. You're wanting to open up Yancey's... Uh, you know, deep fried uh, shrimp tails, mm. and I'm going to Google uh, Coffeville. Well, first thing I'm going to see is a flood that happened in 2007, and that was a shitbag deal. Yeah. And then I'm going to see a whole page of shitbags right. on Mugshot Monday, and I'm going to see all the assholes that come on there and just drag them through the mud, and they get into arguments with each other on there. And meanwhile, they're just letting them go at it on the pub- in the yeah. comments section. I guess the only thing like there topics. is that, yeah, no shit. Talk about it. It looks swamp. bad. You know, I I guess at least we don't hide our criminals and no. don't tell anybody about them at all and try to sweep them out of the rug like other communities. I, I guess what do I other would... communities do this? Yeah, yeah they, they do. Caney has started to do it. Allen County yeah. Sheriff's Department does it. Um, I guess here's what I would ask if I was in the position to request. I would ask, please turn off the comments. So I really don't see If it's why really about you... public inform informing the public. If it's really about just informing the public... Inform them and move on. Inform them and move on. Because well, most everyday people are not getting on there and commenting things or liking things. No. It's usually the same people that you see commenting in there or yeah. you know, liking. Yeah, it's, liking. it's usually the same asshole. This is why I left that town 20 years ago. Yeah, well, see you later. That's Who the gives same, a shit? That same asshole is going to tell you tomorrow This is he don't give a fuck about football. Right, exactly. Yeah. He gives a, gives a fuck enough to tell us how much he doesn't care about it. Yeah. But this kind of segues into my last little bit before I kind of give up the microphone for this week is, uh, you know, I'm running for commission and this is my point. I'm not running for the PD or the FD, the the city, the electric department. You know, I'm not running for any of those people. I'm not running for my own agenda necessarily. Uh, I'm not running to get your pothole fixed or stop the sidewalk development or any of all that shit. Yes, I can get a pothole fixed. You can do that without being a commissioner. Uh, What what I'm getting at is I'm just running for Coffeville in general and everything that I talk about to me affects Coffeville in either a good way or a bad way. So I'm I'm not going in to help any one group. Um, I'm a late, I'm a union guy all day long, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to go in there and go, you know what? We need to pay all these union city employees just, ask loads of money and give them everything in the world i'm also a coffeville guy well so so i'm glad that you're going in you know with the best of intentions instead of going in with a almost like this lobbyist minded agenda yeah. to where somebody kind of has your ear because a couple of years ago <clears throat> somebody was trying to convince me to maybe run and he was like i got people that could help you and i'm like I, dude if i would ever run i would not want to be tied to anybody right oh, yeah. i would not want you know, anybody's money. I wouldn't yeah. want any anybody to think that they have any hold on me at all. So, I, yep. I, I mean, I've had folks, I've had groups ask me, you know, say, hey, we'll give you some money for signs. I don't want it. Right. Not because I don't want your support, but when I hopefully get elected, uh, you know, baby Jesus, hopefully help me out. Uh, I don't want anybody. Last time I ran, I took money from two different people. And, you know, I didn't like it, and I felt they didn't get anything special. They didn't. Uh, But I felt like when they talked, I should listen more than I really wanted to. Mm -hmm. And 
I, I'm not doing that again. It, it's not that goddamn expensive either. It's really not. It ain't like I'm running for uh, U.S. Congress here. Did it? Let me ask you, like, honestly, did it, did it make you like feel dirty? Did it make you like a question little, a little bit? Like, How long yeah, did I keep that like one it. check for? I didn't know you gave it back, didn't you? No, I cashed it. Oh, but I, I, it took me a month. I thought you. It took me a month. Yeah, because it. it was. He he did not. It's and it's not even that there. That doesn't really insinuate anything because I think that probably they would have given that money to anybody. Anybody. They right. weren't trying to buy you off or no, anything. No, but let's, was, just, let's that be wasn't honest. The intent, they were, but they did favor me. Right. And they wanted to help me. Right. But in, and in that, they don't, it's hard to say that they don't expect. Yeah. They expected. They you're ex- going to. They expected me to look favorable upon yeah, them if they ever sure. needed something. Yeah. And that's a hard way to go into something. Ain't doing that shit no more. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think that's all I got left. And if I don't, I'll figure it out later. How about it? All right, so I just got a few little things. Did you see the Pentagon um, shot down another yes, I saw that. unknown object over Alaska? At least it, they, it, they didn't let it fly all the way across the state. Right, posed a reasonable threat this time after Biden said that the Chinese spy balloon was not a major national security threat. Uh, the Pentagon said an unknown object flying over the United States airspace was shot down on Friday. According to the Associated Press, the object was 40,000 feet above the ground and was spotted over Alaska. The White House's National Security Council spokesman, John Kirby, said the object posed a reasonable threat to civilian and commercial aircraft. Kirby told the White House press pool that President Biden ordered military officials to take down the threat immediately. So I guess they didn't want a replay of the uh, last thing, right? Yeah. They much. saw some. He caught a lot of heat. Yeah, they saw some fallout. Well, right? I mean, you know, you let it cross the entire nation. Right. This time, the object was said to be the size of a small car. Officials said the UFO fell into U.S. waters. Similarly to the Chinese spy balloon that was shot out of the sky off the coast of South Carolina a week prior. I want to bring up something about the balloon that was shot down over South Carolina, right? We've all seen the video of it being shot down, correct? Did you notice how the missile hit the payload and not the balloon? Do you see where the the missile hit the thing? (laughs) It it didn't hit the balloon, and I'm not sure. Maybe there was some... Um, military tack on on why they didn't shoot the actual balloon because the reason that they initially came out and said that they didn't shoot it down, say over Montana or over Kansas or whatever, is because they didn't want it to fall and hurt right. anybody, any infrastructure, any people, anything like that. Plus, they wanted to be able to recover as much of it as possible. But whenever you see it being shot down by that F twenty two, the missile hits the payload that's hanging below the balloon, not the balloon itself. So if they wanted to recover... So you explode over water. Well, not only that, but what I'm getting at is whatever was hanging below the balloon... That's what I'm saying. You destroyed it. They they shot that part of it, not the balloon. If they wanted to recover as much of it and study it, they would have shot the balloon, you would have thought, and let the payload drop. They wouldn't have hit the payload itself. Now, obviously, where they did hit it, was somewhat strategic, I guess. Not only did it hit the payload, it hit the balloon too, and you know, punctured the balloon. It was able to fall into the water, and I guess they've by this point recovered most of it. I saw some pictures, but just thought it was kind of odd that the reasoning that they were giving behind why they didn't shoot it down sooner seemed like more of a cover up. Whenever 
you watch you the video of it. how they shut it down. Yeah, you destroyed it regardless. Well, the cover-up is you haven't heard a damn thing about Biden's documents in his garage since all of this. Yeah. However, Mike Pence's house did get raided yesterday. Of yeah. course it did. So everybody just check your garage right now for classified documents. Everybody in the country right now. Yeah, you, you, you're bound to have some because everybody and their brother has some right now, it seems like. Um, yeah, so moving on. Pardon me here. Oh, um, Megan, so the Church of England, so that's a good start, right? Yeah, no kidding. The church that was started by Henry VIII so that he could marry some other So he could divorce his wife, yes. Yeah. Uh, They're soon going to be using male pronouns like he and him when referring to God in prayers and drop the phrase, our father from the Lord's prayer, right? What? So the church, wait, the dev, the devil, you don't get to just drop it of the Lord's prayer. Huh. Well, they're soon going to be used non gendered pronouns when it comes to God. They're God, going to hell. God could We're be all... referred to in non gendered terms. Uh, bishops announced they are launching major project what on gendered language. What the heck? Yeah. So breaking with centuries of tradition, bishops have announced they are launching that program basically this spring it may suggest that priests can stop using the male pronouns he and him when referring to god in some prayers are or we even listening to ariana grande what are we doing here right that they drop the famous phrase this article says the famous phrase our father from the star of the lord's prayer however such a radical rewriting would have to be agreed by the whole of the church's governing body so the general synod and would be fiercely resisted by traditionalists, imagine that, by breaking away from the words of the Bible. <laughs> so. Good night. Yeah. So that's a thing. What in the world is wrong with people? So Satan is clearly swimming around inside the Church of England, and he is doing laps. Well, so not only are we seeing things like this, we're seeing here here in the United States, we're seeing... Uh, gay pastors, yeah. you're seeing no, secular pastors or pastors that are trying to pick apart and separate themselves from the Bible, right? That they, yeah. they're, um, what are they calling themselves? Destructionalists or uh, whatever? Yes. Yeah. De- deconstructionists. Deconstructionalists. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, holy hell. <laughs> Seriously. It's a, it's only going to get worse. I mean, like seriously, it has to get worse. It has to get worse before. Did he talk about this? Yeah, like it has to get worse. We'll be embracing sin, and we will be saying what is is not. And but is they and have isn't. been forever, right? I mean, but it seems to be really ramped up. It does, lately. it does, but it has I mean, to get worse. The damn Church of England, and they are going to be damned. The damn Church of England is the writing queen the Lord would be rolling over in her out right now. of. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to. They're trying to write God out of the church. Yeah. What the fuck do you have left if you write God out? Yeah. At that I mean, point, what is it? I guess I need to go back to like the original and like see what the literal translation is. But from my knowledge and understanding, Jesus saying our father who art in heaven is the first time in history that we have written recorded anywhere where Jesus basically told us that we were going to have this familial relationship with God, that it was no longer a separation of like the, you know, this un, 
um, untouchable God, which is the whole like when he died on the cross and the temple or the curtain ripped and all that stuff. Like, so before then, it was somebody that was like it was, a deity. Uh, it's, yeah, God. It's this big thing. God. Oh, God. Yes. And then he said, hey, that's your dad up there. Yeah. like He's the creator. He's our father. Right. And and like you are adopted heirs. Like that's literally part of the whole Jesus. So they're all, they're, they're, they're kind of going like, backwards. They're messing it all up. Well, so everybody wants to. Uh, we got some English listeners. Please uh, send us an email or something. Let us know. Everybody wants to interpret the word in order to sure, fit their lives, right? You, yeah. you know, it, I'll excuse myself on this subject or this sin because I'm going to interpret it in this way because I think that's what God meant. Right. So, you know, to, to comfort yourself, these comforting lies you tell yourself to make yourself feel better, to make it through life, right? Yeah. Because nobody wants to be uncomfortable if they think that they're living in well, sin. Well, nobody wants to have to change themselves. Right, exactly. Address so it within themselves. It's the easy cop-out way. sucks. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. it does, but like, it's just, I mean, let's be honest. The book of Revelation can't happen if this if it doesn't get worse. Yeah. It's going to get worse. Well, and so... Sorry, that's super... <laughs> like negative right. yeah boy I've, i feel motivated now <laughs> yeah. and right on the heels of this megan the uh-huh. cbs has deleted we are ready to worship tweet that it had posted ahead of sam smith's unholy grammy performance as it what in the heck yeah so in response Which to satanists it, are mad about that too well we can talk about that well so this article has a picture of sam smith uh-huh. dressed up as satan right, right. Uh, in response to a tweet from Sam Smith ahead of the Grammy Awards on Sunday, CBS declared that it was ready to worship. This is going to be special, Smith Holy tweeted. Crikey. CBS replied, you can say that again. We are ready to worship. CBS apparently de- deleted the tweet on Monday evening. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with this, so... We watched it. I'm not... Did you watch it? A fan, I'm not aware of what, the song or anything like that. I just know that they were did, all dressed up as demons. Yes, did you actually watch it? I haven't watched it. I've just seen pictures. Let's, let's paint of a little I, picture. I let's paint a little picture real quick. Okay. So there was a so there was a little stage out in the crowd. Sam Smith. So let's 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 describe Sam. Smith. He's a very flamboyant, quote unquote, non-binary. Yeah, oh, identifies okay. as non-binary, and another person, Kim yeah, Petras, yeah, identifies as transgender. Yeah, but so, it's really. Dude, I think okay. so. Very flamboyant gay guy, and there are gay. I don't know about gay. There's men with all Just had long uh, wigs and dancing around him, and started you know with very his su- satanic. Stuff. He was wearing a hat with horns. Yeah, uh, very suggestive dancing. You know the whole. But they were they were. They were moving in ways that, like, we would associate with demonic, with uh-huh. demons right, and like, sexual into windows, think like very... grudge type. Yes, and then there was the woman. No, I'm going to say woman because I'm going to get somewhere with this because this is actually in my notes. Thank you for bringing this up. And there's a woman in a cage up on the stage doing some singing, and with fire, fire, and behind all her. kinds of craziness. And uh, you know, she's supposed to be in hell. We later out, I found out that he was actually a man. And this woman, this dude, won some award, the first trans woman, which goes back to the question I always ask, I thought it was a woman. If you believe that you really are a woman, why do you need to be the first trans woman? Mm -hmm. Just be the fucking woman that you claim to be. 
I wouldn't even have known until Megan's like, yeah, that's a fucking dude. That's a dude, yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, really? Anyway, it's yes. part of announcing the box you're in, right? Yeah. yeah. So are you guys- It's a, a platform. Are you I, aware of who sponsored the Grammys? It was yes. Pfizer, right? So Pfizer is now coming out and trying to distance themselves I'm sure from they this, are. right? Uh, this is a quote from uh, a Pfizer spokesperson. We sponsored the overall Grammys event, not any particular performance. Beyond that, we don't comment on our efforts to raise awareness. I'm going to, so I'm a 50 year old man, but I'm also a Gen X guy. I was there and I watched Madonna writhe around on Which, stage. Which, you know, not ironic that they had her introduce them. Like, yeah. yes, the no lizard shit. lady herself. No shit. They did have Madonna and introduce she, them. What did she say? She, she was. I don't know, but the whole thing was presented in such a demonic, just loving Satan and all sexual deviant. The entire song itself is about daddy an going affair. to a bar, right? Daddy going to a strip club and mom not knowing. Yeah, like the whole thing is about an. I mean, if I mean, I'm a immoral if I'm a, a gay person who's just living their life, his or her life, just going to work and going home and just just being gay or whatever I'm doing, just be, <laughs> just being gay, man. This is not the image that I'm wanting to like. No, this is not what we do. We don't lay around at night and demons are dancing around us and dudes dressed up like chicks and cages and shit to be you know, honest we go to work and then we do gay stuff and then i go back to work the next day you know yeah if i'm unless i'm missing something in the song and i've only like so it is all over tiktok right like the song is all over the place unless i'm missing something on in there somewhere the song and the performance have nothing to do with each other like yes it's immoral song like the song itself is like offensive horribly offensive if you're in any kind of a committed relationship but the the satanic part of it was a whole other thing like i i mean they were literally like portraying this apparently transgender person this kim person in hell. The song is actually called Unholy. I'm going to try It's called to, Unholy. I'm yeah. going to try not to play it. So hopefully it doesn't um, come through the damn speaker here. But the church, the satanic church or the satanic temple, I'm not sure which one, yeah. came out against it. Right. They saying, weren't happy about it either. No, because they were like, you're like, what they call it? Making it like a mockery so, of yeah, them, right? Yeah. So here's some of the lyrics. Which I would have been, I was also, when Demi Lovato's, um, the cover of her latest album, she's like tied up on a cross in a very sexual pose. Yeah. I was mad about that one as a Christian. Like you're well, mocking. This seems to be a trend, right? Because who's the uh, li little Nas? Remember when yeah. he uh, yeah. had some kind of satanic he had uh, blood in his. Um, so here's some the kind of blood in his Nikes or something like that. So here's a little bit of the lyrics. Uh, Mummy don't know. Daddy's getting hot down at the body shop, doing something unholy. Uh, so that's about. As far as I know, that unholy phrase is the only anything that's... They took it and ran and with how it. how you don't know how to keep your business clean. I mean, just... He sit back while she's dropping it. She's popping it. Yeah, he's I at mean, a strip club. <laughs> yeah, wow. So, Boy, I mean, those are some deep lyrics, man. Yeah, I mean, tell you. He's at a strip what club. What a songwriting piece that is. 
So in in contrast to this, Dave Chappelle actually won a Grammy for that Netflix special that sparked transphobia accusations, right? right? So if there was one bright, shining light out of the whole damn thing, because, I mean, Dave Chappelle was dragged through the mud, remember, by that community. And uh, Netflix, to their credit, stood by him, did not pull the special down. Uh, they, They backed him the whole way. So let's be honest. They made an ass load of money off yeah, that. They sure did. If that's if, but if that's what it boils down to, it's all about the money. It's all about you know, really Dave Chappelle truth. being, you know, such a draw that he is. Uh, I guess it, it justifies, you know, I remember back in the day, like Yancey, when you and I were in high school, Marilyn Manson was a scary, right. Yeah, thing got, for our parents got blamed for Columbine. Right. I can remember um, listening to an interview of his where he said, parents you better raise your kids because if you don't i will right we still live in that same like that same world yeah so parents you got to raise your own kids right because this is otherwise this new. is what it's going to be we're just the parents yeah. now, yeah. and we're looking at through that lens of yeah. being the parents and not the kids right because we're not exactly the uh targeted demographic <laughs> right oh they're, heck no where they're going after the and ni- i'm not even talking about the satanic part right? i'm just talking about like the binary that not that are non-binary whatever i guess i'm whatever transgender like all of that is shoved and down their throats all all the time time. so they're it's uh they're pushing it so hard that they're attempting to like normalize it right Right. so that it's just it's not so when they're our age they're like yeah which can you imagine if that's okay when they're our age what is it going to be then be out there Bang and Fido okay, well, is you, what you think well, would be the go. next thing, right? We can actually talk about that. Once again, mm-hmm. in 1983 or 4 or whatever it was when you guys were still shitting yellow, I can... And Madonna was rolling around I the stage. I can actively okay. remember Madonna in a wedding dress, excuse the shit out of me, rolling around the stage to the song Like a Virgin. Mm-hmm. And that was a big damn deal, Why? you know? Because... <laughs> It's I mean, a I've song. seen it, but I don't. Virgin, you know, is, is, is holy, is pure, and she's rolling around the stage in a white stri- dress, her ass hanging out, like a virgin, touched for the very first time on national TV. And you got to remember when this was. This is 83. You know, Ronald Reagan's the president of the United States. Right. It's very conservative still. And now we fast forward 40 years. She introduces this giant satanic uh and you can say well he's just making shit up no he was wearing a hat with horns yeah i mean his intention yeah. was there yeah satanic uh demonic thrive riving around sexual shit dad this and that a, a man claiming to be a woman making a big deal out of this you know it's funny i mean it's just like they're not that different from in this moment are they no they're not he's a dude she's a girl that's about it Literally, that's the only difference. So the band in this moment, she's talking about it's a rock band that we've been to several times, and a woman Seen it like Rocklahoma stuff. And, you know yeah. what? You are completely correct. I know. Uh, she dresses up very provocatively. She has the dudes the, look the like blood, the... the blood girls dance with her. Yeah, the dudes look like there's some kind of demonic presence. Yeah. I mean, you say the same about Slayer. Anthrax. And Slayer, Anthrax. Yeah. Anthrax. So, now, I guess Anthrax. So back in the day. you know who's who's uh. But I'm uncomfortable in those situations anyway. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would agree that you are. She didn't really care well, to watch Slayer. One of the biggest, like, in-your-face, quote-unquote, claim to, you know, this sa- satanic uh, 
macabre type thing is ghost, right? <laughs> yeah. So that sounds like the most like <laughs> right. That's like uh, sounds like something from the seventies. Yeah. Right? Hanson, like, Hanson never grew up. <laughs> exactly, but I mean. It's one of those things where you can tell that that's like theater, right? You yeah. can tell that it's it doesn't feel authentic. It, and I've seen I've seen interviews with the lead singer, and yeah. he's basically you know, it's like, really him. Where you know, yeah, it, the the band is basically <coughs> him. All Excuse the me. faceless ghouls are just this revolving door of musicians. Ghouls, that's the word. That's what she has in her band. Yeah, they call it, they're called Blood Girls, though. Yeah, but I'm talking about the band. Oh yeah, uh, and so you could say that Sam and this this dude that's pretending to be a woman is doing the same thing mm-hmm. that is for shock value, but damn, they really went over the top. It seems like, you know, uh, and if, and if you're a Christian, the right kind of Christian, I guess I should say, you know, the one that truly believes in the teachings, everything that was going on there goes against them. Well, and you brought up Slayer and Anthrax and stuff. They have never been, on the uh, Grammys, marketed you like know, that on the Grammys, you, right? You bring up Anthrax, and we've we've had this. Discussion. Yeah, no, I said, well, Anthrax now, I guess. Yeah, Anthrax. No, now. you can't just be suddenly having a pentagram in your back. <laughs> exactly. Kerry exactly. King, the guitarist of Slayer, even said that because we went to Rocklahoma in 2015. Yeah, and they were up there, and you were like talking about the pentagram. I'm like, hold the fuck Since on. Since when? When the fuck did they have a pentagram up there? Right. Slayer's never been about the pentagram. Anthrax. Yes, I'm sorry, Anthrax. And, and Carrie, Carrie King was like, you can't just be a band for 35 years and then throw the pentagram up. What the hell's going on back there? It wasn't actually a pentagram. It was very yeah, suggestive, was though. There. I mean, it didn't make the connection, unlike Slayer, who's like, yes, that's a pentagram. And, uh, you know, their song, South of Heaven, what's well, South of Heaven? Right, I mean, exactly. You not assume about South Antarctica. is always down. Yeah. yeah, it's not like Indiana. <laughs> right. You know, it's it's Beelzebub's front door. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so if we want to move on, Megan, I know you'll be excited about this. The Grinch 2 is potentially coming. Oh, yeah? Right? Is, yeah. There a Jim, is Jim it's, Carrey in it? It's rumored uh, j- that Jim Carrey is signed up, right? So How do you, how do, you do that? Hold though? up. Wait a minute. Are we going to say that the chick from... No, Pretty Reckless. Pretty Reckless is going to be... I, I'm not the sure. The girl. Because like, sure. she needs to come back if that's... Cindy Lou Who? Yes. Yeah. So having previously decided not to take on another sequel... Since Ace Ventura 2, When Nature Calls, the comedy legend Jim Carrey could soon be returning to our screens in a follow-on story of that grumpy, mean one that we know as the Grinch. Sorry, this is a British... What in the world? Where could that <laughs> British story article, go? So they're using, like... I feel like Mark Twain wrote this article because there's, like, ten times as many words as there need to, needs to be here. What would um, the storyline be? So... Jim Carrey says, quote, I find sequels are a function of commerce for the most part, at yes. least the two I've done. They uh, were characters I enjoyed doing, but I did did find myself almost parroting Hold on myself at that point. What yeah. was the other sequel he did? Dumb and Dumber 2. Okay, and... thank you. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So um, the, the 2000 version of the How the Grinch Stole Christmas uh, was reportedly a difficult and lengthy process for everyone Shut involved. Up, the movie did make $345 million. It was the second it's highest grossing Christmas movie after Home Alone uh, before it was recently overtaken by the animated version of The Grinch. Really? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um, 
With that kind of box office gross, they say, Jim Carrey and The Grinch 2 are only a matter of time. The exact plot of the sequel movie has not been released, but it's expected that Universal will want to begin filming sooner than later and will be keeping this information quiet until they release a teaser trailer. I just don't know where it could go. What's going to happen? Uh, the Grinch having kids or I know, something, that's maybe? what I'm like, so is that it? Like... <sighs> I don't with, know. With the humans? Well, and didn't... Is Grinch also a who? Oh, no. Uh, no. Well, his uh, his little his little pram got blown off course. And so yeah. he ended up growing up with the who's, but he's not a who. It's like the stork delivering a bear to yes. the, the badgers or something like that. So he's not a who. He's not yeah. a who, but he was raised by who's. Boy raised by wolves. Well, yes. so didn't the lady that played his girlfriend in the first one, or the girl, that, the yes. lady he ended up... With, I think she might have passed away. Oh, I don't think so. No, no, she's. Uh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, hold on, I'll find her. But yeah, no, I, I don't think so. Okay, um, but I mean, I would, I would be interested too. And would it seem a little too campy and maybe like a ripoff yes. to do the second one too? It just, I just don't feel like th- there's enough meat. There. Yeah, I mean, what the hell are they gonna do? Right. She's seventy years old. Christine Baranski. Yeah, she's 70. How the hell's hell, Carrie's got to be 60-something. I mean, you would think so because, I mean, he's been around since. I bet Carrie's ever been a 61 late or 80s. Look it up. I'm on it. Yeah, so. Um, 61. 61. She's a cougar. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I saw this thing recently on a Facebook reel where this uh, lady's dad passed away and he wanted his skeleton no, no. donated to a school, right? Okay. So she has his skeleton made, right? Like not made, it's his skeleton. She takes this thing on like a road trip across America. It shows him in the car in skeleton form sitting in the passenger Nuh-uh. seat. Um how I is mean, that it legal? is oh, I've been getting this question a lot. Is Dead Daddy Trip. Hi, I'm Olivia. And this was my dad. He was a New York Times colonist for 27 years, but to me, he was just my incredible dad. Six months after my wedding in 2017, my dad died unexpectedly, and it turned my whole world upside down. But here's the thing. My dad had a death wish. And not just any death wish. His death wish was to become a skeleton in the science lab of his high school. And he left no instructions. But my family and I were determined to figure out how to do this for him. First, we flew him to the University of Tennessee Forensics Body Farm, and then to the Smithsonian Museum in D.C. This process took a long time. So they let him During sit out there and rot. was diagnosed with and died of cancer a year and a half after my dad died when I was pregnant with my daughter. And my world got turned upside down again. I now have two small children, my stepdaughter, and... A dog named Bear, and recently, my dad's skeleton was completed. I flew to D.C. with my Aunt Erin and a film crew, picked up my dad's skeleton, and met the man who put the bones together. Then I took my dad's skeleton on a road trip around D.C. to New York, and then he even met my family. This video is disturbing. Why am I doing this? Because sharing my story has made me feel better, and I think it can help you too. Please, those kids are traumatized. Come with me as I journey through the happy, the sad, the funny, and the weird twists and turns of my physical but mainly emotional journey through life, grief, and the in between. I'm definitely going to post this on the page. To share your stories, so I've been getting this. Question. So it her shows kids are traumatized. It shows her kids sitting on the grandpa's lap, man. And they're like, like little kids. Yeah, sitting on the skeleton's lap, How and then it shows okay? him riding in the car in skeleton form in the back seat. How's this okay? And 
Yeah, exactly. Like, how is that okay? I mean, there, aren't there laws about a stuff, dude? A skeleton. I, I mean, I had to show you guys the video because I'm not talking like a skeleton. You get it, wool. No, it's like a skeleton. No, it's like it's a fucking dude. What are they gonna do when it gets to the high school? Why does the high school want it? Why does it have to go we there? Just, we just we just glazed right over the fact that she sent him to the forensics body farm. The, yeah, the you know what a body they have farm? Too much money. Do you know what a forensics DC. body farm is? Yeah, we watched it on Dirty Jobs once. Yeah, they just let these bodies decay, and people study the decay and the bugs yeah. and the. They learn what happened. That's why it said it took, you know, he died in like 2017 time. and she just got the body back because it took obviously, yeah. I got so that's major a, problems with it. Man, that's the thing. And I would not have believed it if it was just some article. Yeah. I would have been like, is, is this the Babylon Bee? What's the school going to do with it? I don't know. I mean, like, why? You, well, well, you know, you, that you've seen you've seen skeletons like that. The before. skeletons in well, know, old like, school labs they... used to yeah. be actual skeletons. Now they're just replicas of they're skeletons, replicas. right? They're manufactured yeah. skeletons. Nobody has a real skeleton hanging they, out in the classroom. They used to be back skeletons in, the day. in your closet, right? She Come has on, that's it not in the a back bell seat. Worthy. That's not bell worthy. Thanks. I mean, she's got some major trauma to be, because she said. In that video that he died. It's like weekend at Bernie's right. times. And then two. six months after she got pregnant, her mom died. So she had some major like um, emotional damage going on to where she can't let go. So like she's literally not letting go it's of her messed dad's up. skeleton. Let go. It's messed up. Man. So uh, moving on from that. in Oklahoma is seeing a, a very big jump in um, trafficking. Right. Yeah. So the Johnston County, Oklahoma Sheriff's Office posted um, Oklahoma already has a larger black market than California. Um, if Oklahoma passes recreation marijuana, hold on to your hats because full on narco state. Here we come. Oklahoma is already the largest importer of illegal marijuana in the nation. Now we just Why? get ready for the violent crime associated with it in a community near you. Murder, human and child trafficking, sex trafficking, home invasion, rape, burglary, robbery. It goes on and on. We're seeing Mexican cartel, Chinese criminal syndicates and other foreign criminal interests move into Oklahoma like never before. Every state is now a border state. And I mean, they've seen this influx in, I believe the article that I saw recently was a 15 and 16 year old kid got pulled over and they had a truckload of Mexican nationals with them. Why? They're, there are other states where this is so already rec here's, recreational. Here's here's the thing. So um, recently I, I read a thing that said there is more marijuana being grown in California on government land that is being grown in Mexico right now because it's easier for Mexican drug cartels to grow it on government land in California where it's legal rather than be hindered by the Mexican authorities in okay. Mexico, right? Sure. So you have Mexican drug cartels literally coming up into the United States to grow. Just to grow their stuff. And they're they're right in the middle of their their business there anyway, right? Mm -hmm. So this kind of ties into what we've discussed before of like just legalizing this stuff doesn't seem to be the end all be all. You know, you're still gonna have some issues that come with it. Yeah. Because guess what? There's this sudden vacuum 
that comes with legalizing it here in the States, you're taking the business from another enterprise, right? They're still going to find a way to get in on that business. And I know that there's a lot of people on the fence when it comes to recreational and whatnot. This is like a major deal when it comes to thinking twice about maybe considering recreational, you know, marijuana. I guess I'm just, I mean, it already exists recreationally mm-hmm. in so many other places. So why would Oklahoma be the influx? So I guess what you're getting at is just making something legal doesn't get rid of the BS that comes with it. The black market side of it. Right. Well, kind of like gambling is legal, but there's illegal gambling houses still right. happening. Right. Well, so the people that have had the, the market cornered for so long, do you think that they're just going to hang it up because it's become legal in the place that uh, you know, tends to be your biggest customer. So They're I know going to want in on that business. I know guys that live in Oklahoma who are, you know, quite active in the smoking of the marijuanas, but they're also gun owners, yeah. and they don't want to go down and get a medical card because they're afraid it will mess with their uh, ability to purchase guns. Right. Yeah. So they continue to buy illegal marijuana. Yeah. Well, so I you think know. maybe the biggest risk though is the the crime that comes with these syndicates as right. they worded it there that it's not know, the marijuana that's causing it, it's the right. people that come with it. B- Billy Joe Bob that has four plants down the road. Right. You know, he is probably less apt to do really, really violent things, really, really nasty things if you come in and try to snot you know, snag one of his plants or whatever. He's still probably gonna take extreme measures. But if you you know if you've got a cartel that you're, you're not going to be able to fight a cartel that's coming in and got a major grow operation. Right. So seems like that's a, something that the, I, I don't know. It just, the reason I even brought it up is just cause I mean, we talk about the legalization a lot of the time and how, you know, we in some capacity do think that certain things should be legal or whatever. Yeah. This is more of like just playing devil's advocate on the risks that that brings sometimes. And that like, like Justin got at where just because you make something legal doesn't mean that that makes it concrete. Well, it's legal. Now all of the risk goes away. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so moving on here, uh, the, turf that is being used for the Super Bowl was developed by Oklahoma State University. Hmm. Have you seen that deal where they roll that bitch in and out? That's super cool. I've seen it years ago. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, uh, the Super Bowl is in Arizona, and that's not like a hotbed of green grass out there. Right. So they have this, for lack of a better term, a big tray full of dirt and they roll the grass out in the sun and water it and do all the things to it. And then they roll it back in the building so they can play on it. Yeah. It's like a, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of an Easy Bake Oven kind of a deal where you slide the thing <laughs> right. in there and you slide it back out. Yeah. That's crazy that, why don't you just make it turf? Well, so a lot of players have, they're actually advocating for trying to get away from turf they don't like it it hurts well it's it's um more players are yeah not only does it hurt you know when you land on it but the injuries to like lower extremities now like ankles knees it's it's harder on a lot of a lot of those guys too um just a few last things here 
Um, George Toma is 94 years old and Who's has that? worked every Super Bowl oh. and is preparing for his last game. Uh, he has had more than a seven-decade run maintaining athletic fields all over the world. Um, I got a job with my neighbor at Artillery Park, home of the Barons, the Cleveland Indians Farm Club, when he was 12. Um, at 16 years old, he was made the head groundskeeper. Um, one of his biggest accomplishments is being called the Sod Father, and he has become known for having worked every single Super Bowl. Uh, with oh, number shit. 57 just a few days away, Thomas says he's calling it a career. This is my last Super Bowl, definitely, and I would like to see the youngsters carry on. No, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's that is father. really neat. Um, and just, just a couple more things. Uh, so... Uh, the very pregnant wife of yes. Jason Kelsey yep. is bringing two OBGYN doctors to the Super Bowl just in case. I mean, she is about ready to pop. He's he's come out and said that he does not want to know. If she goes into labor in the middle of the Super Bowl, he does not want to know until after the Super Bowl. I don't blame him because, I mean, his mind would be elsewhere, right? Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. I mean, it, it, imagine it already is. But um, And then just one last thing here. I... Uh, we talked about the Brett Favre thing kind of on and off where, you know, he was being accused allegedly of embezzling that money oh, or yeah, trying good. to misdirect funds to get that volleyball gym in right. court built, whatever. So he is now suing Pat McAfee and who else was he? So Shannon Sharp for defamation for reporting Jeez. on his alleged criminal activities. Um, Can he do that? So Pat McAfee, I, well, I, I watched it live on Pat McAfee's uh, podcast, and, and they video that, too. I happen to catch the video portion of it. depends on what he says, I guess. He, uh, McAfee, didn't, he didn't seem too bothered by it. He seemed like he thought that he had a pretty good case. So initially, um, Favre's lawyers contacted Pat and said, hey, take down every video where you've talked about Brett Favre in this case and, and whatnot. And a couple days later, they contacted him again and said, we also want a public apology on top of you taking down any references to Brett Favre and whatnot. Basically, Pat McAfee is like, kiss my ass, see you in court, man. Yeah. So I don't know what kind of case Brett Favre would have because, I mean, everybody reports on that stuff. They weren't reporting on his guilt or anything. It's and not they, like they, they yeah. They always used allegedly, too. So, And then, you know, Shannon Sharp, he works for uh, FS1. Uh, you know, you think that they probably have pretty damn good lawyers too, and that those guys are protected under some sort of umbrella of being journalists, right? Right. So, just reporting yeah. on what's in news. I think Favre is just trying to save face here because it, it's been talked about so much. It's it's been talked about to the point to where people actually forgot about it until it comes up again, until he goes to court for it. Actually, I mean, I. When I first heard about this, I absolutely thought that he was just pretty much saving face and, yeah. and using this as an avenue to say, hey, I'm not guilty, and they're out there making me out to be guilty, blah, blah, blah. I think it's theater. I think but he's that, just making it worse. Yeah, that's my opinion. That's just opinion. Um, Better watch out. You'll get sued. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, so that's all I've got. So, so everybody's understanding that our chicken wings have bones in them. You cannot have chicken wings Jeez. without bones. Everything else is nuggets. 
There is no such thing as a boneless wing. That's like saying Bruce Jenner is a wienerless woman. Man. Uh, really? second, second reference to Bruce I Jenner. I was just thinking that. Anyway, yep, that <laughs> sounds like all we got to talk about. Uh, make sure you head on over to WKOPodcast.com. And uh, if you want to become one of the uh, WKOP uh, broadcasters, yes, I said broadcasters, uh, we sure like to uh, invite you to join the group to where, you know, I sometimes post the stuff that I'm afraid I'll get banned on the regular page. Yeah. Yep. Hey, can and, I give uh, uh, one quick shout out shouts. to uh, shout out. Uh, Denali, Brett, and the Pulse again, man. They are really trying to direct people over to listen to WKOP. Yeah, he's been a dropping comments over on our uh, stuff, too. Yeah, really appreciate Denali, Brett, executive producer Susie, and Tucson Scott for uh, their support of WKOP and uh, dropping... Dropping name dropping WKOP on their podcast. I feel like we need names like you know Denali, Brett, and uh, Tucson. Who Tucson Scott? Tucson Scott. You could be like uh, Noxie Johnson. <laughs> Noxie Johnson. I like it. Uh, you could be uh, Cassville, Cassville Megan, or something like that. <laughs> uh, you know, seems like uh, it might be a work in progress. You know, but uh, I kind of like that. You know, kind of like. Where you're from, and then who you are, Noxie Johnson. You like Noxie no, Johnson? Noxie Johnson, man. That could be a good uh, playing name too. Yeah, yeah. Noxie Johnson. Hell, man, I might change it. I mean, that's not bad. Uh, could be like the Wood King, you know. Mm-hmm. You ever notice that all the Wood King stuff usually has a woman's name again of it? Like it's, it's Activision Ash, and mm-hmm. it's you know, you might want to investigate looking <laughs> up your own names. But uh, all right, we're done. Make sure you, uh, if you got any questions about that license plate deal, reach out to Quinn, Chief Police Caulfield. He's a good guy. And if you got any beef with it, go to the damn uh, commission meetings. They're you were on say, have Tuesday. Secret beef. That's why I was, I was like, like, "What's okay. that beef thing again?" Yeah, secret beef. That may be the name of the episode. Secret beef. Sounds good. All right, we out.